You're tuned in to KEPW LP 97.3 FM in Eugene, Oregon. PeaceWorks Independent Community Radio, also streaming online at KEPW.org. Now we gathered here on the universe at this time, this particular time, to listen to the 36 black notes of the piano. There's 36 black notes and 52 white notes. We don't mean to eliminate nothing, but we're going to just hear the black notes at this time, if you don't mind. You're listening to Black Girl from Eugene with Aisha. Good morning, Eugene. This is your host, Aisha, and I am here by myself in the studio, but I am joined by a very special guest by phone via Santa Barbara. Can we just say UC Santa Barbara or we just say Santa Barbara? But because it's kind of special to me anyway. And this is Ian Waller, my uh, my guest, my brother, my very special. I'm sorry. Hold on just a second. We're having we're good. Okay. Let's start that again. I'm sorry. So, I'm joined here by a very special guest from Santa Barbara. He is my youngest brother of, how many siblings do I have? (laughs) Six siblings. And um, I want him to say hello so we can make sure that we can hear him via the telephone. So go ahead. Hello. I think you're sounding okay. I think I can hear you just fine. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Stressful technical difficulties. <laughs> it's so stressful. Sitting on the other line, on the other end, kind of like, oh, this is stressful. Like real radio. Yeah, it's like real radio, and it's super stressful for me because this is actually like my first time being in the studio by myself, and I have someone in the other room who's helping me out, right? And I'm just like, okay, let me see what I can do by myself, and then everything goes wrong. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> but it's all good because I'm gonna be a pro at this. Just give me like, you know. Three more years, and I'm going to be good. <laughs> You'll be a pro after this. So yeah. You, you, have to have, you have to have one major hurdle, and then, and then, you're, then you're a pro, and you're like, I can, I can deal with anything. You got to have one, you know? I, I got to have one. I got to have one. All right, so I'm, I'm going to be like little brother. So I, <laughs> Big sis. Big sis, little brother, right? Um, so we're going to join, we're going to start this conversation about something that is really actually very personal to both of us, and we're going to try to do this, and we talked about it before, with as much tact and, and sensitivity around the subject as possible, and uh, so I just want to put that out there, that this is really a very, um, it is a personal conversation we're having on the air, and it's about family, and we're the family that we were born into versus the family that we choose, um, and it's a very special type of conversation because you and I did not grow up together. Uh-huh. Right. So we met when I keep saying, I don't understand how I couldn't have been like, do you remember when we first met? I do. It's like, I, yeah. So you, yesterday you were saying that you don't really remember the thing, but I vividly remember it. Um, and I also, it's weird. I have to kind of like a, a third person memory of it. Like I remember answering the door uh-huh. and like, and I like see, I can like, I can see what pajamas I was wearing. Cause you know, I was, I was five, five or six years old and, um, and everything. Yeah. So I just remember opening the door and, uh, 
you and Naima were standing there. It wasn't, and I, I don't know who drove you, but it was literally you and Naima. And uh, I was like, I knew who you were, but only through stories. Right. Through, through stories from my mom. And, and, and so you kind of just like looked at me and I looked at you and I, lo- I think I just was like, Mom! <laughs> <laughs> from the front door like, okay, so this is the thing. This is why it's kind of weird because I actually knew I heard I learned about you when I was five. So that was before. I mean, you were obviously an infant and um, I someone else like we have family friends and it was a little girl who was like, hey, you know, there's this there's Ian. (laughs) And I was like, there's Ian. okay." And so, you know, she showed me a picture and it, it was kind of like that. And then. Um, we talked about it. I don't remember because I was so little, but I feel like I must have discussed it with my mom, probably, or my dad, like our dad. I don't really know. I can't remember how that part went. Um, but I do remember the fact that I was like, oh, I have a little brother. I'm so psyched that I have a little brother. Like, that was the bottom line for me. Um, and then, so that was just me hearing about you. That's, that wasn't me meeting you. So when you, I remember being in Seattle, going to your house we were going to, we stopped, we were just stopping by. We were going to the African Museum uh, in Seattle. Like, there was, a, there was a display. And Dad was in the car and Mom was in the car. And we were at the door, I think. Something like yeah, that. See, that's why, that's why I'm saying, like, I don't remember any adults. You know what I mean? Like, I remember right. you two at the door. And the, you know, this is actually interesting because I, I was, um, we were talking about it yesterday. I was thinking, like, did you demand to come see me once you learned that I existed or you guys were just in Seattle and then you're like, they just stopped by. This is something we've never kind of discussed. See, yeah. And I don't actually, I mean, to be really honest, because you, like you said, this is like, like adult conversation at the, cause we're the kids. Right. So I didn't really know, um, why or how, if it was like a, conversation like they need to meet Ian or if it was like hey we're in Seattle so let's go see Ian like I don't even know what the real deal was I just know that we were gonna go see you right and but I I we didn't take you with us I don't remember us taking you to the museum with us or anything so it really was like a brief like hi you know I'm Ayesha yeah you know I don't remember anything after that either yeah um and then the next time was when you came to Costa Rica right with with Renee time that I saw you, that, that was like, that would have been six or seven years later. Exactly. So it's wild. wild. And so what's really wild about it, I mean, for the simple fact that there was just time in between and, and like, we didn't have any conversations about anything. Um, it was, it's crazy because when you came to Costa Rica, you were nine or 10 and I was, oh, I was oh yeah, I guess that's, no, no, that wouldn't have been six years later too. If I was nine or 10, that would have been like three or four five years later but okay yeah, that, that makes sense that makes sense when you showed me that i always kind of have a like a um you know like a lineage of things that have happened over the, over the years and i had costa rica kind of further along but actually now that i'm thinking i had it like oh i went to costa rica when i was 12 but actually i went to houston when i was like 12 or 13 and so and so yeah it was like you guys came to my door that was when i was at green lake and then i went to costa rica that would have been when i was like nine or ten and then yeah I, and I spent that summer with you guys in Houston, and that would have been like twelve, thirteen. Which was, yeah. which as a parent, kind of insane. All of those things, but yeah. uh, let's see. But percent. right? Like whoa! Feral children, right? Around, you know, like they just let us loose. 
<laughs> just just doing whatever. Just do whatever. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah. So you, when you came to Costa Rica, I think this was the first time we actually really met and could talk and like hang out and get to know each other. Um, at least have conversations. And I don't remember um, it being a conversation of how you're my brother or why we haven't seen each other. It just was factual for me. Like, I didn't really put that together. I wasn't thinking about those adult details. Uh, how do you remember, like, coming to Costa Rica? Did you feel awkward coming to see us? Or, me, like, what was that like? Um, that's a good question. You know, as we're talking about it, it's funny. I don't, I don't remember... No, you know, I remember going and just, like, it was like going to Costa Rica. I never thought about, like, the family dynamic of it. You know what I mean? Like, the thing that I remember doing the most when we were in Costa Rica is playing dominoes. Like, I just remember we played a lot of games. And, like, that was kind of, and that was my experience of that. I don't remember, and, like, kind of just hanging out. I remember the dog. Like, I don't remember, I don't remember having any, like, profound feelings about, um, about like oh meeting my siblings or anything like that right the other thing you got to remember is like or just like to reiterate and is i i knew of you all through my mom like my mom kept kept it ever present in my mind do you know what i mean like yeah i think that and like actually having this conversation right now makes me realize how much she did that like she may have been um intentional about it but or she was just like that's who she was and it was like talked about and she she needed to talk about it too but there was always uh there was always the the richardson like story that was in our household and that you have these siblings and you have this dad and they just live there and that's that's um that's just what it is but it was never you know so there was no like big moments that like oh now we're gonna go and do this it was just like oh this is what's happening now and it, it didn't it was never there was no kind of grand climax or or um big moment so yeah going to Costa Rica was just like oh this is part of the story now and we're going to do this I don't I don't or maybe that's just how I am I don't know I know yeah now that you're thinking about it because I did want to introduce the fact that you are working on your PhD in sociology I kind of want to every time I say that and I'm like and he's tying astrology to it somehow and I don't know exactly like the the real important title that goes along with your PhD um you know work so I want you to talk about that for a little bit because I think I have a very um I have a question about just our family, um, just the way our family has has evolved in your life, and then the astrology piece tied to it. If you've researched that at all, and what that really looks like uh, through the astrology, even through I know you've looked at my chart and your chart, um, and it's funny because you and I through the family, like I said, we have five or six. Well, not counting me, we have five other siblings, and. Um, some of them came to the to this realization about you as our brother in a in a very like open armed way, and others others did not accept it at all, and still have a hard time with it. And so for me, I mean, it's been freaking years. I'm 42. How old are you? Like 30? What? Eight? Seven? <laughs> 30, 36. 30, 36. 30, what, what are you? 46? What? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Slow> <laughs> <down>. <laughs> no, I'm speeding you. Like, are we twins? So no. So <laughs> so. You're 36, so at that time, I mean, we're this has been a long, long time, a long life journey of, of like, acceptance or not, right? And I think you and I were discussing the, the idea of how um, how this still can be uncomfortable for people when it really isn't even a conversation for me anymore. Like, I don't even think about it like that. 
the last time I had a conversation about how you and I didn't grow up together or whatever the circumstances were around it, I probably was 19 or, you know, 20 or something like that. So it's been a good, you know, while <laughs> since it has. Oh, that's, yeah, that's interesting. Okay, so where, where do you want me to, do you want me to talk about my, my you know, my academic career? Well, want I want you to talk about, yeah, I want, and what we're going to do here is I'm going to say this again. This is Ian, right? He has got his PhD in sociology. He's working on his PhD in sociology, right. tying astrology to this. He was once and always is in my heart a rapper and <laughs> also known as Kublai. Kai. Look it up. It is good. Yeah. He's yeah. got CDs. It's dope. Look that okay. up. And okay. then, like, of course, you've got your own podcast. Um, uh-huh. And the power of ideas, which you know is kind of a, a love hobby, but the, the episodes that are there are really good to listen to. I love your perspective all the time. Whenever he, my brother and I are on the phone, we're on the phone entirely too long, and when I mean too long, <laughs> four hours at a time. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like we'll get on the phone at nine in the evening and be like, we got, we got it. This has got to be short, and then it'll be four in the morning. <laughs> we like, we failed. Like, we failed. We got to get up in two hours and probably cut this off. Yeah. It's true. So I want to talk about like with the with the life experience that you've had, and it's been complex. It's been a lot. It's been you know not only our story and how we met and how our family has developed that way, which we can of course should talk about more. But just your life separate of us, because I don't really know the life, the people that you grew up with, the pe- the family that you had that you grew up as, like brothers and sisters in your home or you're in their home or however that con- um, transpired. And the fact that in your astrology, if that what does that look like? I know that you've looked, are you even studying like lineage and things like that? How is that coming across in your astrology and my astrology? Have you looked at that at all? So how many questions? Are you writing these questions down? Okay, question 26. <laughs> Continue. Yep, yep, <laughs> okay, yep, continue. Yep. Mom, mom, like, yeah, biracial, mixed race. So that, so like, obviously that, like, 
matters, right? Yeah, like figuring out how to manage my identity, right? But um, and I was also interested in other stuff. I actually got my my bachelor's degree in international studies, and I like kind of focused on interne- uh, in economics and and other things. Um, but then I got into grad school because of mixed race identity. So like racial aspects and all that stuff is interesting. And then so like the astrology part is kind of weird. Like I. Um, while I was in uh, graduate school to get my master's in education, um, I kind of stumbled into learning about astrology. This was like five or so years ago. I was interested um, in stories. Like I really have always been interested in movies and books. And and um, somebody, I w- went on a vacation by myself and met this person and they did an astrology reading for me. And I was like absolutely fascinated with it. I didn't totally buy it, but I was interested. And I right. thought, this is fascinating. It was also, I realized, a really good way to have a conversation. Um, and so I kind of was doing that as a, as a side piece while I was working on um, my, my, uh, my master's thesis. You said and, side piece. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the side, it was like, you know, and I, what I found strangely was um, there's like a stigma attached to astrology. It's a, it's kind of an alternative way of knowing. It's kind of a little bit out there. And so academics don't really consider it, um, you know, a, a legitimate way of looking at the world. And I didn't know that. I was I didn't ever think about astrology really like at all. You know, I knew that it existed, but I didn't really think about it. So when I brought this up in classes and with other academics and my advisor who literally cringed and went, ooh, when I said astro- that I was interested oh, in no. astrology. Yeah, yeah. And so I kind of started realizing that it wasn't something that I could um, pursue as an academic or intellectually. But um, I uh, but I kept looking at it as kind of a practice and an interest of mine. And then I finished my master's degree and um, was still looking at mixed race identity stuff and found um, a professor and had actually started a, a relationship with a um, via email and phone conversations with a professor at the University of Santa Barbara, University of California, Santa Barbara, um, about mixed race. And he um, encouraged me after I I took about a year, no, it wasn't even a year, six months off after I got my master's degree, and he encouraged me to apply it to sociology for mixed race identity um, with him. So he's like one of the few intellectual, you know, academics that works on mixed race identity. And, but I was starting to get really into astrology just on, you know, as, as a side. And I was also working with, uh, with my brother, my other brother, white brother, on, you know, we'll get into that. And he, he's, and he, and he does movies in LA. And so you, know, that whole story stuff. And, um, so I, but I was, but as kind of a backup plan, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll apply to, um, the PhD at UC Santa Barbara, um, just in case this thing in LA doesn't work out. And um, I got in, and as I when I got in, we were talking, and somebody to- and I, somebody told me about him. Um, you know, you go to so the way that you get into a PhD uh, thing, and they, then they kind of woo you because they assume that you're you've been um, they assume that you've been uh, granted access to other PhDs, right? right? And I hadn't, but they like bring you to the <laughs> they, they bring you to the campus. No, they didn't know that. You know, uh, they bring you to the campus. They kind of put you up in a hotel, and they kind of show you around, and they give you like food and and whatever they treat you way better than they do once you're actually in and then (laughs) then and then um they they kind of have you around the administration and the faculty and then for a night they send you to with the grad students and they they say to the grad students you know now you can kind of tell them all the dirt like all the drama that goes around around the department the department and uh when they were talking about my advisor and i'm not going to say his name just because i don't know if that's that's appropriate but you know you could probably figure it out if you you know just wanted to um and they were like yeah so 
you know, ex-professor, he's like really interesting guy. He, he used to be an ice dancer and he plays the oboe and he da, 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 and he knows everybody's birthday. And I was like, say what? Like, that, that I was, was like really, the key word, really now. Yeah. Yeah, I, do you remember this? Because I called you right after this happened. Yeah. I called uh, you, I called you like immediately. Yeah. yeah. And, um, <laughs> and, 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 uh, so I went and uh, I was like, what do you mean? They're like, yeah, he knows everybody's birthday. He'll tell you about your stuff. You give him some birth information. And like, so obviously I automatically am thinking, oh, this guy's into astrology. This, right. is, this is wild. But you got to remember, I was going to this school because of mixed race identity. And so it was kind of this bizarre, like, coincidence circumstance and so i had a meeting with him and i said hey man like i heard you know everybody's birthday are you is it, do you happen to be into astrology and he goes what do you ask you know and he's very <laughs> like you know very timid about the whole situation and then um so i say hey i just kind of came clean with him because i had at this point realized that stick that astrology was heavily stigmatized and if you brought it up i mean there's certain people like for example carl Jung is was is a really he's yeah. like kind of a He's into astrology, but he was—he's also a really kind of important psychologist in the in the, the field, you know. Right. He, so, so, but if you even say, "Oh, I'm interested in studying Carl Jung," you know, psychology uh, professors will kind of cringe and be like, "Oh, you don't go down that road." Yeah, yeah, it's too—it's too out there. And so, um, so he was kind of being, uh, you know, he was being cautious. And I said, "Well, you know." Um, but and so I, I had been cautious as well, and I said, "But listen, I I've been studying astrology kind of on the side for like the last couple of years. What's the?" Ch-? And I was thinking seriously about not going to grad school so that I could pursue astrology at this point because oh, I found now it you that didn't fascinating. Tell me that part, like I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, I there was a, there was a big conference coming up, and I knew that um, I didn't really have the money to go to to move or do this to go to this astrology conference, and so I kind of was like really deciding, and I I was really kind of. Um, kind of see, leaning towards yeah, I was leaning towards astrology because the the fact is is that um, mixed race identity, as interesting as it is, is extremely um, kind of charged because what happens is if you start talking about mixed race um, identities, it really gets it disrupts the kind of dichotomous conversation that we have around race. That's not even true for just black and white, but it's true for like black and brown like let's just in, in southern california where i live now right the the dichotomy is less about black and white it's more about black and brown mm-hmm. like or white white and brown so it's like about white and, and mexican right mm-hmm. so this is the and what that and so if you say well i'm both and how does that work it really has a it re- makes people question and feel uncomfortable about these kind of socialized ideas that they've had so anyways i was and I, that was making me nervous especially in this new uh you know trump gets elected there's a highly charged climate right and yeah. and i was and i was getting mixed signals from all over the place you know the things that i was studying people didn't really want to hear right um and so anyways so yeah so i wasn't interested, and so i said well what's the what's the possibility that i could study astrology um and he said if you want to do that we can make that work so and he, I was like, so he mixed so so first of all, okay, I do remember ha- you having that that moment, and you're, and I also remember you saying that this dude is going to make this happen where we can work it out, and that I think is where when people ask me what it is, I I stop because I don't know how I I mean I don't know that you guys know, but like I don't know how that's gonna work, and the fact that it seems so um, intuitive, and at the same time like very like you said like it's just not. It's not a field that's researched where a ton of people are doing it. It feels like you hit the jackpot in terms of, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, in terms of what is real for you, like, you you just, like, 
you did that. And so as we're going back to talking about with um, your family and the fact that you are mixed race and you were raised by um, your mom, but at the same time, this additional family, which is kind of sad because I don't even know your other family. Like, I think I just know Mark. Is that his name, Mark? Yeah. And I, I only know him, him by name. You met him, you met him once or twice. I did? But, oh, at your, yeah, at your yeah. Uh, like graduation thing? Yeah and, yeah. and yeah, my mom's thing. Oh, and your mom's thing. Right, right, right. Okay, that's right. I would, the, both of those things, I would not have been remembering who I was meeting. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. stressful. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but there's some other things going on there. <laughs> but, yeah. but, um, so, okay, so I've met those two folks. So growing up like that, right? And mm-hmm. when I say like that, meaning that you weren't with us, like with mm-hmm. the, with, uh, your biological family, but you were with, I mean, half your biological family. How did that even, how because yeah okay so okay so then we'll go we'll go yeah this is actually so what i just told you i was like i ha- wasn't even planning on talking about but i know I, the, that's, you know this, that's how we do I'll, I'll try, you know I'll that's how we this, do ian i know i know I'll, tr- I'll try and keep this one a little bit more condensed so lo- long story short yeah long story short um you know my mom was a complicated woman um and she was uh, she when I, I remember my childhood really fondly, like zero to about thirteen. Um, I think she tried really hard to make it work as a single mom raising, you know, uh, you know, kind of rambunctious little boy. Right. And, I, I, and, and and so that so I remember my my childhood pretty fondly. But after so um, you know after that summer in Houston, she we like. One of the reasons that I did that, I came and stayed with you. I think she wanted me to know you, you that the Richardson family better. But it also gave her an opportunity to, to move from Seattle to um, Bashan Island, which is a little island off the coast of Seattle, in between Seattle and Tacoma. And so when I came back, I, I now lived on Bashan, which um, was is a, a island that was ninety six percent white in the high school, right. and like at the time, like eighty percent white uh, total. But but like um, you know, there's like. 15% Mexican, they have uh, the, the Mexican population, there's like a big, a very big family, they own like a couple Mexican restaurants, but so it's, it's basically a white place, right. and, um, and uh, yeah, so I came back there, and my mom, at that point, you know, she struggled with depression, and some other stuff, and um, she kind of checked out, that's how I, that's how I say right. it, you know, she, she checked out as a, as a mom at that point, she worked nights, and I think that which her intention was is to work nights and then come home, sleep while I was in school, and then be up and be able to be around. For, but that really didn't work because she yeah. was struggling with depression. So she just yeah. slept a lot. And um, and so I think, you know, I, I in retrospect, I kind of put this narrative together, um, you know, as I am. But but uh, I've met this I had met a friend in class, essentially. Um, and his name was his name is Mark. And Mark, you know, we just became really fast friends. And one day he was like, you know, you want to come come over for dinner? And I came over for dinner, and I kind of never left. <laughs> and, and, and and literally, my my mom, you know, never really said anything about it. You know, and, oh, wow. and thinking about it, you know, she, she, I mean, she was aware. She, you know, became close with their parents and, yeah. and stuff. But but you know, I think she she was struggling. You know, yeah. and to have a family that was willing to like kind of be around, and you know, it's better than me like kind of running the streets. Uh, and so. I mean, running the streets of Vashon is hilarious. Yeah, right. Vashon, <laughs> you know, running the wood paths. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like it's kind of like if it's, if Eugene had ten thousand people and was an island. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like it was yeah. not. not. And so, and, and that's and so, and and you know, I never had 
not a bad relationship with uh, my mom's side of the family, but my mom had, you know, like I said, she was complicated. And so she had a complicated relationship with her family. And so I never felt very connected with them. I think they're all really wonderful people. I just never felt very connected with them, right. you know. And so uh, this family essentially became my family, and that's how I treat them. I, you know, when I explain them to other people, <clears throat> I just say my brother Mark, my brother Michael, and my little sister Meg. And um, and then I, you know, I do say, you know, their parents, uh, Carol and Jeff. I, I when I tell them, I say, you know, my my uncle Jeff and my aunt Carol. Um, and I, and I and like you know once I get to know somebody I can kind of explain it a little bit more like I just did but yeah yeah, yeah so that's how that's how it is and you know I, and these are the people that I spend uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving with and these are the people that I call when I got serious serious problems I mean I call you too but like these are you know these are people that have been supportive of me they know all my dirt they've gotten me out of the sticky situations they've been there when I, through the good and the yeah. bad you know and so that's uh, and that's true for more than i mean even more than my mom to be completely frank right i mean so. how have you how growing up like that like sometimes i mean i feel like i think we we did say earlier on that we have t- counting me and you there's seven of us that are coming from that i consider my siblings that are all that we um come from either my mom or my dad or both my mom and dad so that that is there's seven of us right uh-huh. and i always there's always a little part of me that that feels so sad about that i didn't grow up with you like there is a part of me it is like i feel like it's not even I, and we talked about this it's not for me to take on in any way but at the same time like i always am like ah i guess meg's your sister i suppose <laughs> like you know what i mean <laughs> I'm kind of like, what, I guess. Like, no, <laughs> because yeah. you know how, like, you know me. And, um, and so it's like, I feel that kind of like, uh, what is the word? Uh, the, there's a weird kind of, I've always felt that way around you, though. Like, there's a weird kind of protection that I have that's just like, no, that is my brother. Like, you know, but in, whether we grew up together or not, I've always, like, wanted to, like, super claim you. And I don't know if it's because... For I don't know if it was for you or for me, or if it just was, oh, maybe it's our Venus conjunct. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's that. But I, I've always just been like, um, like that, had that kind of protective feeling. And Mark and Meg, those are two names I know, and I do remember meeting them. Um, there, there was a spark of jealousy from me, just a little bit of like, you got to know him like in a way that we never got to know you you know what i mean and then uh-huh. like as we grew up as we grew up um you and i have taken on a, a relationship that i don't know like it's just different than even my siblings and i mean the ones that i grew up with and then uh you know however your situation is as you grew up you and i, I it's been very intentional i think uh-huh. but i want to say it's your mom for some reason thought that she should connect me you know what i'm saying like i think that she was actually very intentional about me for some well, yeah, reason she was she was very intentional about you and she was i think she was very intentional she was tried to be more intentional with with eric as well and i think that um and i and it's like what you know with eric i always feel like oh man i wish that um but he got more kids than you like what's up going on so and, and i think that when it comes down to it i mean this is something that i thought about leading up to this is that you know you know, thinking about chosen family, right? Is that you have your family, and then you have the people 
that you click with. Yeah. Some people don't get along with their siblings. Some people can grow up in the same household and they just don't enjoy their siblings. Right. And they, they don't get along and they don't talk to them and whatever. Yeah. And it's like some people just connect better than other people and some people got more responsibilities and some people take on more things and then you end up connecting with those people, you know, and sometimes you just don't connect with your your um, your family members, your mom, your dad, your uncle. You know, it's like that's just how, what ends up happening. Right. Um, and I think that, you know, yeah, le- <laughs> leaving the astrology aside, whatever that means is that we have just connected and yeah. i think that there's something that that i, I mean I, I can't necessarily explain it it's just like we have similar outlooks you know we have similar um uh like ways of thinking and talking and yeah and that's just that's just what it is and i'm super grateful for it i, I mean part of me wishes too that i was closer with uh, the rest of the family but i i don't um but i don't i just think i think about it in the ways like that's just not how the cards played, you know what right, I mean? That's how right. I see it. I do think that, yeah, maybe my mom did have something uh, to do with the, that intention. Um, but you know, then, you know, then life works. So, I mean, she had intentions about a lot of things <laughs> in terms of families. And it just, yeah. We all so, do. Okay. Let's just be honest. Yeah, yeah, all right. Like, yeah, let's just yeah. be honest. But <laughs> I think that, um, I think that it was the plan that she had was, you know, late as far as I can see it from my perspective was late as well as it could be in, the people that she did try to, to reach out to, like you said, we we are, we probably were, and are still um, the the most. And I I, that's, I don't even want to say that because I don't want to speak for other people. I don't want to speak for the family. I don't want to do that. I just want to talk about me. And I know that you know Uncle Eric. He definitely uh, you know doesn't see any lines, just the same that I do. Like he doesn't see anything. But like it's the same idea. He's nine years older than I am so which means he's you know 15 years old so it becomes that that distance of like uh like you said you know by time you by time we knew about you and he already had like four kids and <laughs> been yeah, married, yeah, like, exactly. years, yeah. like you know so so there's no yeah. um there's no line there of like oh i don't you know there's no feelings about yeah, it you, you, you have to take that into like into perspective too right like you know you were so what i was i was i mean who knows when he found out about it yeah, right no idea. yeah it's so if you were five when you found out you know that is just just out and everybody but the uh <laughs> and, and like and he was older that means that he was in, in his teens yeah he had, a very, he had a much different understanding of that situation yeah than than did you or i or naima or whatever yeah um you know i was, I was thinking about this too it's like uh, you know I, and i don't know how this will make you feel or everybody but it's like your mom I feel a deep connection with your mom, right? She's always treated me so kindly and with love. You know what I mean? Like, and that is, and that did my mom intend that? You know, your mom's just no, a great person. My mom is just yeah, dumb. yeah, exactly. So, my so, <laughs> and how does and how does that work into into all of this, right? Because I'm not I'm not physically or biologically connected to your mom, but feel a deep connection to your mom. Do you oh, know what I mean? Like, you know, I can. Just, I'm going to say this right now. Like, and I'm just going to say this, and, and and like you said, we, you and I were very conscious about, like, not putting people out there, like, not making this as uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, <real talk. laughs> but, um, but I'm going to say this right now. From when you, this is what she told me uh, when I was old enough to understand the situation. She said from the very get-go, you know, just, I will raise that baby myself. Like, that's, that's mm. part of me. Like, you know, part of me. She took you on 110% into her heart, and my mom... You know, your mom, same same mom, right? Like, we're talking about she loves you just as fully. And the thing about it is that, you know, as a woman, like you said, we've had this conversation, the incredible, like, depth of her of her um, capacity. I'm not telling I'm going to put that. Her capacity 
is mind blowing. Yeah, yeah real, real talk. <laughs> real talk. And she, yeah. um, that feeling that you have, it, that's, I think that's what, that's really what it was all about because, you know, I'm looking at my mom and she's like, I, I love, you know, uh, Ian just as much as I love, you know, you and them and blah, blah. And there was never a, a question about the love. You know, it was never about that. And it's kind of weird in a, in a way when you look at it from our perspective, a child's perspective and then the adult's perspective. And now we're adults looking down and like, it's like, uh, it's never about the, it. What for my mom and I'm speaking for her. Sorry, mom, if this is not accurate, but <laughs> <laughs> it was never about the baby. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're the baby, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and so with all of that, like there's nothing but love. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so I, on it, like, just so, like, there's two ways that I've thought about this, right? On a personal level, I think it's like unburdened me from some of the guilt that is not my fault, but like, you know, let's just say, let's just say you, you're, you're in my situation, but you're not me, right? Right, right, and right. Then, and then, and then you're like, you have that person, and they are, and they are angry, right? They don't, they don't have that capacity. And so that makes you feel guilty, even though you didn't do anything about it. Like yes. on a personal level, I feel so grateful, right? Like, and I'm just like, kind of like, it's like kind of an overwhelming, like, wow, I can't believe that that's, that's the, that's the line she took, right? right. Like that's kind of an unbelievable. And then, and then I think about it on an intellectual level, right? I, you know, like bell hooks is one of my, uh, like one of my intellectual, you know, uh, role models. And, um, you know, she just, and she talks about love, right? And it's like, she talks about this intellectual sacri- or this, you know, emotional sacrifice that you have to have to be of, of that type of love. And it's like, and so it's like your mom kind of embodies that, you yeah. know, some people talk the talk, um, but they, they can't actually walk in the walk. Right? right. And your mom is like doing it and like kind of at least seems effortlessly. And right. so, and I, and I, so I always thought that, you know, on an intellectual level, as an academic, thinking about love and how you do that with the family, it's uh, it's kind of a it's kind of insane. Um, but then, on, and then on a personal level, it just feels uh, feels really good to know that you know maybe there's uh, the family feels some sort of way. Every single person is entitled to the way that they feel. Yeah. And, and, and but your mom didn't, and that was didn't feel any type of bad way. And yeah. That, that, that's that's something that's. And yeah, I don't think great. honestly, like, and, I, and again, speaking for everyone. Um, I, because my, because my mom, you know, that is it. Mom is like, she, you just said that so well. I can't even say anything else to that because it's so amazing and it's absolutely accurate and completely true. The only thing I want to add to it is that there was only, and I can't only, I can't only say out of, you know, this huge family that we have, I am talking about our siblings, but you also have like 16 nieces and nephews from all so, so Christmas time yeah. is like off the hook. Um, so everyone calls you Uncle Ian. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, we have, I, I only know of really poignantly one person out of everyone who's like, I can't get around this, you know? And then everyone else follows suit with my mom. The, the capacity, like I said, like you said, the capacity of my mother, you can't walk past it and not be engulfed by it. Like you can't, yeah. she, yeah. she exudes it. Very effortlessly. I think that's just what she does. And um, and people have always spoken about her in that way. And so it's, it doesn't surprise me that, uh, that it would take a, a situation like this and smooth it over to the point of, like, 
really, like you said, like the pain is some like personal journeys within it. It's not, it's, it wasn't the connection. It wasn't the truth of it. None of that was painful because she opened up a capacity to allow it to be what it was and to let it be exactly what it needs to be and about the relationship and about the family and about loving each other in that way. So we'll give all credit to Mama San. Yeah, real. <laughs> right? We'll give yeah, all- and, I, and I think it's like, and the other thing is, is that even, and then even that, so like I'm thinking about it, like oh, I just, it, makes me feel good and then i think about it intellectually but also just like when i'm around your mom i i feel as if there's a connection in that like i can ask her questions that i might not be able to ask other people you know it's like yeah. I, if, if i met your mom in a different circumstance yeah i would be like this is this is a dope woman that i want to know because she's interesting and i can talk to her and she's and like has so and that's so just you're thinking I, even I, without this familiar connection you guys just have a connection together yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. she was just someone that i just like came, was at a dinner party and was like whatever you know it would just be like You'd she gravitate. was interesting yes <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah. yeah you know you like can so, i sit next to you <laughs> exactly and, you. I, and i don't know what that is i don't know what the, i mean i can like yeah we can get into the astrology right but like I, but i that's still just a just a frame, right? It's just a frame to, to maybe make sense of it. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's interesting. Your mom's interesting. I know. You know she's she's dope. <laughs> Let's just call it what dope. it is. Let's just call <laughs> yeah. it what it is, Ian. Come exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> she is dope. <laughs> so, no, I, I do. I feel super lucky all the time. All the time. Um, so, when we're talking about, like, I we only have, like, 15 minutes. You see how quick that goes? We have 15 I, minutes. <laughs> I know. I know. So, I do want to talk about uh, the idea that you um, are into... Ah, oh, God, there's so many things I want to talk to you about. Just so that you know, Eugene, Ian will be coming back on a, on a regular. Oh, oh. If you didn't know already, Ian, you're coming back on a regular. <laughs> No, there's so much that there's so much that we can talk about. The idea about the mixed race is so huge in the Pacific Northwest and understanding it. And I think you and I were talking about like me being raised in a household that was, you know, predominantly and culturally black. And then um, living in Eugene gives you like kind of an like this idea about this mixed race uh, approach to stuff. And I and I actually sometimes. I think we were talking about being the angry black woman and like, I was like, do I need to struggle with that or not? Like, you know what I mean? Like we're, we're like kind of talking about how to, to bridge those uh, conversations. And I think with your studies and sociology around it, and of course I'd love for you to come back and do astrology. Um, and we can talk about like what kind of astrology or just fun. I don't even know, but I think that you are, um, I love our conversations around astrology because we have been talking ever since the beginning and you are just like flying. I mean, just flying forward, and it just have like jumped in head first. <laughs> and, like, yeah, and you like yeah. came out woo woo. You're like, I'm here. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I, I always, I, I, I told you. That, I mean, I said it yesterday when we were talking. Is that like my hippie goes hard? Your hippie I, but, goes but hard. But my, my hippie goes hard. But it's like funny because if you saw me, you know, if there, I don't know if you put this. Like, I, I don't look the part necessarily, but but I, but I've always. I've always been into. I've just always had an open mind. I guess is the way to say it. Yeah. And um. And so I'm. And I'm interested. And I'm curious. And and so. Uh. And so astrology. Yeah. Is just as fascinating. And I think there's something about the fact that there's a lot of people that don't like it. Yeah. That it, it intrigues me. But also the fact that you know there's a, there's something that people don't like it. But there seems to be some sort of truth to it that I can personally see. Right. That, um. Absolutely fascinates me. And I. And I. Um. But yeah. I mean, we can talk about the. You know the familial aspect to it um i've never you know i i i tend to kind of i personally i tend to 
be skeptical because it is it can get really out there and it is um and it, it is something that you kind of have to um be careful with because there is a certain amount of once you start getting into it you can end up like like anything you can end up judging other people yeah. and so i i use it as this thing as a as a way of seeing the world and allowing for it's a way to make conversation i think and then you know i don't say oh you're a capricorn so you're gonna be like this right i tend to think like okay you're a capricorn then you tell me about yourself and you reveal then it may reveal to me more things about this capricorn thing if that is true right, right? and i think that's the scientist in me like the sociologist in me is saying you know let the, you know it's like a an ongoing experiment, a personal experiment, right. and it's like I'm not saying this this is true. I'm saying I think this might be true, and I think astrology may be correct. And I'm learning how it is correct so, instead of saying uh, you know you're this type of way. So you're trying, even, you're even like, though both of us are Pisces and we're here talking about <laughs> astrology on the radio. It's like, <laughs> hey, look, you can't fight it. That's the one thing we all have learned from astrology that you can't fight it. It's there no. whether you believe it or not. And how it shows up is what's up. Okay, so I'm learning way slower than you because it's not as intentional for me. <laughs> but the right. one thing that the direction that I'm going, which is interesting, the way that you're just talking about it, is I'm looking at people and I'm really learning because I, I feel like I have to learn myself really squarely so I don't do what you just were talking about. So I don't use it as a tool for, like you said, like judgment. Like I don't, I want to make sure that I'm, I want to recognize because like my my school experience is coming from a behaviorist idea. So I want to recognize what I'm seeing in people, what they're actually displaying. People uh, are like they, you know, oh, I'm a Pisces, but you don't necessarily display your sun sign, you know, like that's not necessarily the strongest thing that's coming forward depending on the situation that you're in. What are you util- what are you utilizing at that time? And I'm working at this very time recognizing where it's coming from. It's kind of like I'm trying to recognize each planet in people's behavior. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And it's fun because I think I'm getting better at it. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm starting to recognize, first of all, just the planets and everyone's, you know, personalities and then recognizing the, the characteristics of signs. It's very, it's a much more intuitive way of doing it because I'm trying to tap out of my Virgo and get back into my Pisces. So I'm like trying to like, do that in that way and it's just because it feels the right way to do it i don't know that it is but that's how i'm working on it i'm working with yeah. my feels so okay so let me I'll, I'll, I'll do this this is a good way just so like so maybe you know you want me to come back i'd love to come back we can have a whole astrology hour oh we're just doing to like, it tie, just to happening. tie it back <laughs> so just, so, just so like maybe that you can understand how i use it uh now a lot of the time okay is, is um so like thinking about your mom thinking about dad thinking about you know, us is a lot of times what I do is, is like, I will think about the archetype of whatever, you know, your mom has a bunch of Libra energy, right? Yeah. And so I, I talked about bell hooks cause I just looked up bell hooks is, uh, you know, astrology and she's got all of this Libra in her chart, which is just so, um, it's so perfect for the type of um, person that she is. Cause love is kind of her, her thing, an ethic of care and love. That's what she does. Um, she's very, you know, and so there's a, there's a kind of a, um, a connection there between the way that I see your mom, who's a Libra, and then the way that I see Bell Hooks, and like I then combining those, um, combining those those ideas together, and I so I, I utilize astrology in my mind a lot of the time, but then I try and bridge it and then talk about it in real world stuff, so it's not so woo woo, so people can actually <laughs> con- connect. 
connect with it, right? right? And, you know, we were having a conversation about dad. I won't get into it, but, like, you know, the the the, the ability the, the ability to let things go, you know, right. may not be his strong, strong suit. Right? So, 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 and, and, may and, not and, and be, I got that from, perhaps. I get that from his astrology, right? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, right? So, uh, not sorry. And, so, and, then, and then, you know, and then thinking about us, right? I, I mean, I kind of said, oh, we're both Pisces. And you know we and we think about these woo woo things and and stuff, but you know it's a uh, it's 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 just a way of kind of framing it. But I also don't like put it on people like right. Your mom has embodied this loving um, matriarch, right? And that is Libra energy. So I didn't say, oh, that's not something I said. Oh, your mom's like this. She has embodied that throughout yes. her entire life and with me. And then I look at her chart and she's got this Libra and it goes, oh, wow, that's what Libra energy that's is That's what that was. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. 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 No, that makes sense okay. because you're not labeling them with the idea of this. Like, like you said, well, the whole idea, like, okay, we're about to go woo-woo. <laughs> Let's just do it. We can't help it. So it's like – um I mean, it's the whole idea of that choice, and it's the whole idea of that of that if people who have actually dove in to their journey, who 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 have embraced their their pain, who have walked through. Um, I think, uh, in a way, with their eyes open, or at least they have been open, you start to see. And I don't know. This is like just me, like kind of with my with my observations. You kind of see when like that what like what you're saying, the embodiment. Like uh, you you can ignore it. And you can avoid it, and but it's just going to be painful, and it's just going to be repetitive, and you're just going to keep going over and over and over the lessons. Or you can, you will see and meet people who actually take it on and embody their journey, and it's it's a beautiful thing to witness, and it's very very clear. And I think um, for me, being raised by my mom and by our dad, who you know, um, I think, like you said, to not get into it. You know? <laughs> there's other there's other uh, circumstances around that. I think having that balance and that tit for tat, that kind of like like very much one is one and one is the other, um, has now that I'm thinking about it and the way we thought talked about yesterday, that 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 uh, that knowledge, that awareness, that actual like living every day with that dichotomy has allowed me and my family and all of us really to be more open. To that, like I think my mom has always kept that path open for us, and my dad, or our dad, at the same time, whether or not it was um, walking the walk or not, the awareness was there for us to discover, and it's like a choice all the time through all of this astrology, through all of this life, through all the spiritual work. It's always a choice whether or not you're going to do the work. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think choices. Yeah. I mean, it's on topic, right? Cho- chosen family and stuff. It's also, I mean, for astrology, it's good. I mean, something to think about too, just uh, for us personally or for you, is that you know your uh, so your mom is, is a lot of Libra and dad's a lot of Aries, and those are actually opposites. Yeah. And so you know, so so that's you know just something to meditate on. But the, but the, the, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, thinking about, but thinking about about choice, thinking about choice. Generally speaking, is that like one of the things that I, I really like about astrology is is that for me uh, it's been it's been a it's a it's a, a ref, it's a self reflection tool. I can look at the astrology chart and say, okay, this represents represents supposedly me, but 
but the way that you have to, the way that I like to access astrology and I think that it works best is if you say, okay, what is good about this and what is bad about this and, and what do I want to lean into and what do I not want to lean into? Right. And that has, and that, and that has to do with choice. And actually, I kind of think about family the same way. I mean, we're getting kind of to the end here, so I wanted to like yeah, make yeah, this point. Exactly is that, right. is like, is family, family is a, is a, is a construction Right, that that you are tied to them, to your family, um, biologically. But one of the things that a lot of astrologers tend to talk about, especially Jessica Lignato, who I, I know you I like, love. Yeah, is, is like, out. your fa- your family <laughs> your family can actually be uh, something that's not good for you. Exactly. And I think yeah. and I think and for and for me, that's something as I got older, especially that I realized about my mom. You know, my mom checked out, but then I tried. And then she kind of checked back in when I became older, and it was a little bit easier, I think, for her to, to deal with a, me as an adult, right? But then I realized that she wasn't very good for me, and so I kind of removed her from my life. And um, I had a lot of guilt around that, but I realized, like, you know, your your family is just a thing that you feel as if you're tied to, and you feel as if you're tied to because of, I mean, a lot of, you know, there is biological connection, but then there's the social, I mean, I'm a sociologist, right? So there's a social tradition, there's a social norm that you're supposed to stay with your family. You have to lean into your family. But if your family is not treating you well, you shouldn't stay with your family. And and I, I kind of believe that, and I think that I've been kind of blessed, even though I've had a weird family upbringing, that, um, to be able to, to have a certain sort of distance from a lot of different families, to be like, okay, who can I lean into? Who am I? Who do I want to choose to be part of my family, even if they're not, you know, even if they are biologically related to me or not? And and I think that like you just you get to choose, and you the same way that I'm choosing to lean into certain parts of my astrological chart, I'm choosing to lean into certain um, familial relationships and lean, and then, you know, lean back from other ones. And the same thing's true for my personality and and my astrology and stuff. See, I think that uh, that is, we talked about this being the cultural differences between like the, how you have family culture and society culture. And for me, you know, culturally in our family, there, there would be leaving your family, not leaving your family, but like you said, choosing your family and having to to decide that the family has got got to the point of toxicity, and I have to go. Um, it to me for my for the culture of my the family I was raised in, it would have to be really like highly toxic for you to uh, for us to just decide that this is not a good thing, and that's not necessarily great. Um, but the idea for me, I feel like, and this might be from my mom, is that. My family, the way that I've raised my family, my kids, how I how I was raised was that we're all doing the best that we can do from the point from where we are, right? Now, you can choose, like you said, to be there and to be involved or not. But I there's times when, when siblings of ours, I've had to, like, stop talking to for years because it's toxic. Now, uh-huh. if that person were to call me and say, I need you for this... With a boundary very well placed, I will never not be there. You know what I, I mean? Think, yeah, and I think right? that there's, there, and I think that there's a, because um, life is hard. Life you know is what hard. I mean? And like, and, and and you need people, and I, and I, so I think that that's true, right? And I think that that's good. You know, you, you're you're creating boundaries, right? You're setting boundaries for yourself so that you're not putting yourself at harm. But it's like you know, there's I have I have friends, right? That. I used to consider family that I don't talk to anymore, but I, I yeah. was thinking about this because of this. That like, if they called me up, like I need help, I would. You know, it's a done deal. You right. know what I mean? Like, and 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 there's and that's true. So but, there's space. But, invo- there's space that you created right. to, to keep yourself right. healthy in that choice. Like, 
I know who you are. That's good. Stay over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you, I mean, like, because life is hard, and you, and we need allies, and, and essentially, you know, that's what your family is. It's, it's saying, okay, you came to this life, and these are the people that you can depend on, or you should be able to should depend be. on, and and like, you know, but at, at the same time, it's like some people don't have the 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 ability or the will um, to do so, or the resources. You or know, the let's resources. talk about like right. just like money. You know, like some people don't have the money and access to, to uh, privileges that allows for them to be helpful, and some people do. And yeah. um, you know, and so that's kind of uh, you know you have to you have to play that that game without sacrificing your own your own self because that your can own, be, that's yeah, right yeah that's yeah. exactly right and i and i agree and i and i think that's exactly where with this idea of that our topic was for today with that idea that like you know the resources the love the 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 what, what was the word you used you like having those uh having people uh in your life to just to to know that they are there um it's kind of like that that in itself is privileged that in uh-huh. itself is is actually a, not even really usual and the idea that you were able to grow up um, and and find a family and a family found you um, and still actually have biological family here that loves and loves you and you have a chosen family that loves you um, it's the same idea here. My family has chosen family. They've got friends that you know that they outside of our family we've got each other for our historical family. You know and um, and I think it's beautiful because what it shows is that we're all very blessed we're all very lucky to have the networks that we that we're able to build and have each other um and have that capacity because look at the world today like we don't it's not everywhere you know what i mean mm-hmm. so yeah. i yeah. love you little brother love you basis all right so we have to like figure this out because we're going to talk about it and uh i want everyone in eugene to get to know your astrology work so you can be like <laughs> jessica Lignato, and they'll be like oh my god did you hear Ian? okay wait wait i gotta say a last last word last word on the astrology thing so what i study in my in my uh as my 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 research through the university is actually astrology as a social phenomenon right so i am interested oh. in the, so in the like the like how your moon you know in Virgo makes you the way that you are. But what I'm actually studying is why do people like astrology? Why do people dislike astrology? What do people think about astrology? I'm actually very curious about whether or not astrology is rising in popularity. Right. So I'm interested in how astrology is being perceived in society and and, and those types of things. I while I do know quite a bit about astrology as um you know as a practice right and and as, but i'm more interested in the his, the historicity right the historical <laughs> aspect of, yeah. of astrology yeah but i but i but i'm interested in it as a social phenomenon it's a it's a term that actually was coined by a, a pretty famous sociologist named um, theodore adorno and so i'm and it's just astrology as a social phenomenon is kind of my lane and then on a personal you know we'll talk we can talk uh, we can talk the sun moon stars all, all you want but but that as a sociologist that's kind of what i'm doing and i can't call myself like i'm not jessica lignato you know what i'm saying you know, know. Like, i'm not i'm not really shady nicholas I, if you want <laughs> if you want me to give you your weekly forecast i cannot say that i can do that uh, i know quite a bit but um you know that's not something that i feel comfortable these people have studied oh, years and years on. and years yeah. no, okay. all right fine <laughs> but we will we'll figure it out because i want you to come back and i and i think you can like like i'm i'm here for you to exercise your your what you're doing so if you're gonna be 
talking about the social impact or the ideas around astrology, like, let's play. Let's play. Okay. All right. Eugene, all right. I are like you it. ready to play this game? I'm ready to do this. And okay. I, I have all the faith in you at 110%, so I'm sure that this will work out just fine. So we're going to close it out. It's 12 o'clock, and we did our thing. And okay. uh, thank you so much for being on my show. And Thank you for inviting me. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. 